welcome to, or welcome back to, Total Spot Fest. That's Jamie Faulkner. I'm JJ Brownlee. We're coming back at you here again. We're gearing up for the holidays here. A lot of stuff going on. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, we do appreciate you. I, I, I tried to mix it up just enough to throw you off there. I see what you're doing over there, Jamie. Jamie try, try, trying, to, trying to mimic me. You know, hey, this is consistency once again. No. <laughs> I appreciate commitment to a bit. If, if, if you there. don't know Jamie, he is committed to the bit. That is his. That that's, that could be that could be tattooed. That could be like etched on his gravestone. Whenever that day comes, way down the road, here lies Jamie Faulkner. You know, you know, nineteen eighty to twenty twenty whatever. You know, this and that. The beloved father, husband. He was committed to the bit. <laughs> Damn Skippy. Um, but no, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for those of you who are watching us on Spotify. Like I said last week, we mixed up uh, the hosting for our audio versions. With that, we're now, uh, or maybe I just didn't know before, but yeah, we're now doing uh, video, our video, not just on YouTube. Uh, but also video podcasts on Spotify. If you're not watching us, you're listening to us. Hey, that's fine and dandy. We appreciate you guys giving us some of your time. If you want to join the conversation, you can hit us up on Twitter at Total Spot Fest or Hive Social at Total Spot Fest. Uh, drop a comment down below on YouTube or I guess on Spotify. I'm not super familiar with Spotify's platform, to be honest with you. I don't really. I don't really stream music. I'm still one of those. I download stuff and listen to it old school way. So, um, the Napster in you, it's, it's, it got in deep, you know, but, uh, but no, please give us a comment down below, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Like we always say, it does help us out quite a bit. Jamie, how are you doing? You get, you getting ready for Christmas. You guys all, did you get that, that, that couch moved and the tree put up and everything? show did um that was that was a nice little adventure everything's ready um now of course we are in wrapping and buying and all that good stuff mm -hmm. even yep. though every year we tell ourselves we're not gonna wait till the last second and here we it's, are <laughs> it's inevitable the last second. it's ironic because it's like i remember like you know around halloween a little before halloween there's my my dad and my stepmom are like, hey we need christmas list we want to get it done early get it done early and like okay cool so i get him Get them a list, send it. I do like the Amazon list link, right? And I do, so I'll make an email. I'll list out a couple things. I'll paste the link for the Amazon list because that's nice and easy, right? Send that off. And then I'll wait for them to send me and I'll keep waiting. And I'm waiting more. And I'm like, you guys wanted this. And it's like, where is yours? You know? So then my dad sends me a thing, four items on it. I'm like, all right, dad gotta ask for more stuff well i don't need anything like don't be like that you know there's you want guy. you want something don't you <laughs> uh so it's always good fun but hey um <clears throat> we uh we have a christmas gift potentially here we're still not 100 sure but uh we were going over the card for glory pro some good looking stuff on that. Nick Aldis is gonna be there, uh, which we haven't seen live. Um nope. it was not not a full bussy, but Ali Ketch is supposed to be there. Um and some other really good matches. So if we do go, we'll actually we'll definitely let you guys know, kind of give you a little recap of the show. Uh, I know that this week tomorrow this no, it's Saturday. So this Saturday 
is uh, CSW's next show. Like I said, we're not going to be able to make it, but it is. Uh, I do. I'm in. I am uh, one match. I'm interested to see is is the the premiere and Hallett's cage match. Yeah, we've only seen that match like twenty times. So not in a cage. One more in a cage. <laughs> in a cage. So, um, of course, with the special guest referee of uh of mr bite mr bites your ear off a steel i've been interested but uh other than that i mean we were talking not really a lot going on around the horn too much i mean there's some william regal stuff we'll talk about later oh um uh did you see that uh um Oh, what's his face? Um, Eric Young's dead. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Eric Young's going back to WWE, so Impact killed him. Um, <laughs> exact same thing they did for the bunny when she left for AEW. He's like, oh, we're just going to kill you off then. Okay. <laughs> did, did he drink Did he drink a spiked monster? <laughs> did not drink a spiked monster. That would be very, uh, that would be kind of interesting. Um, but now there's a bunch of, okay, I want to get your take on this. Because we knew part and parcel some of this was going to happen, right? Triple H is in charge. He's bringing the band back, right? He's going to get his people. And he did. Went out, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae. You know, Dexter Loomis, you know, pulling in, so on, so forth, all this stuff here. Now, Eric Young's going back in. Um, their most recent reveal or return or whatever you want to cut, uh, Tegan Knox appeared uh, to on SmackDown yeah. to support. Uh, didn't even look like Tegan Knox either when I saw Didn't look like her and got, this is, I love Tegan Knox to death, got zero reaction from the crowd. I watched it. It was, uh, it was disheartening, right? <laughs> yeah, like we love Tegan. Like I'm like, oh, it's Tegan. Like even I was like, just sitting there watching. Like, oh, it's Tegan Knox. Yeah. Like, not like, oh, it's Tegan Knox. Oh my gosh, because she didn't have that big of fanfare when she was in NXT either. Like, she's a great wrestler, mm -hmm. but personality wise, she doesn't have personality. Like, well, plus, you have her partnered with somebody that's got personality, so that's good. That is good. And, you know, the obvious choice is to bring her in, in in the few that makes the most sense, right? But you've got, mm -hmm. you know, the whole damage control, which that one that one was a swing and a hit for sure, you know. That they're all they're all locked up otherwise. So I mean, it felt like just kind of an odd pairing, and then it's just sort of like an and then and it's like I don't know, you know, it's like I'm happy that, you know, they're getting a chance to, you know, right the wrong of why, you know, they got released for bad reasons, right? You know, Vince and Johnny, you know, Ace and all that good stuff, right? So I'm happy for them to get that opportunity, but <clears throat> I would like to see more than just kind of bring it back for pop value for, for, for Triple H to go into just merriness right yeah so eh, we'll see what happens well every week 
We don't like to spend, we don't spend a lot of time talking about WWE, but we do occasionally. But every week we do like to spend some time really diving in because we love independent wrestling. So we do. With that being said, Jamie, we like to tell the people every week about somebody that maybe they've heard of, maybe they haven't. Do you have a person prepared for this week's independent wrestler spotlight? I do. I do. I really do. Let's do it. All right. This one, uh, this person has appeared on Dark multiple times. Uh, they are um, based out of Atlanta. They are the Starfire, the Starboy, Mr. Ashton Dar. Good choice. Like he's he's had some great bouts with one of our friends, uh, Trevor Aon. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent wrestler. Honestly, he, he he looks a lot like Apollo uh, um, Cruz. Cruz, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. It could be it could be distant cousins. They're not, to my knowledge. But you know, yeah, they're not definitely. not Apollo Cruz. Not Apollo Cruz. Uh, uh, Creed, Austin Creed. I can't oh, think of his name. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. Like they, they look like they're brothers. Okay, yeah. Like legit. Um, no, he's he's been all over. Um, AEW's done GCW, NWA, First Wrestling, Uncharted, Black Wrestlers Matter. Like, dude's been everywhere and. Puts on an absolute show every freaking time he's out there. Ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Give him a Google. He's worth a Google. He's on the YouTubes. Ash Ash Star is a stud. Like, period. Go. Most definitely. Definitely go look up Ash Star. Go see if you, he, he, you, you'll be able to see him for sure on a pay-per-view. Because he does, he does quite a bit of GCW and others as well, but Definitely, if he's going to be in a promotion near you, go check him out. I want, I definitely want to see him. Effie actually had has a, uh, he's friends, good friends with Effie, and you know he's been on a lot of Effie's like Monday Not Raw shows and everything. So hmm. he definitely Effie likes to showcase the people he's worked with and the people he's friends of and people once again much like this that you maybe have not heard of. So fantastic choice. Um, yeah, and you can ahead. follow him on on the Twitters. At Ashton is a star. He also happens to have Instagram and a YouTube. Both of them are Ashton star. There you go. Links down below, it's of course. Two R's on the on the star. Right, right. Links down below, of course, for everything. So give him a follow. You know. All right. Decent, thank you. Well, we've been doing past couple months some some fun things. Right, you know, yeah. Jamie yeah, took us down, uh, you know, uh, horror movie alley, you know, which is a lot of fun, and the 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 back corner of the video store. If you, the other back corner, no, 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 not 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 the one behind the curtain. Nobody, half half the people listening have no idea what that means. Okay, <laughs> yeah, the other Although, half. You know exactly what yeah, That's all the horror was over in the back corner because they kept the family stuff up front in the cartoons. Video games were over on one side, left or right, depending on where the counter was, right? And then you had, you know, the different genres. And the further back you went, the more, you know, adult you got. There was the very adult section, but then that back corner was always the horror, right? They always put, like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't, like, 
offensive to the soccer moms driving by. Oh, man. Well, I feel old. Uh, but we did that in October, November, what we were thankful for. So we're trying to come up with something. And I was thinking something Christmassy. But Jamie had a good idea of what we, what we can do since it is December. I do have a great idea. Would you like for me to share? My well, that's what I said. You had a great idea. I'd like okay. for you to kind of <laughs> relay people what we're going to do. Um, yeah. So we decided, you know, last year we did like a year end review of like all of our favorite stuff. But, you know, we wanted to spend more time on the things that we like. So starting now in the officially second episode in December, um, we are going to go over some of our favorite things that have happened this year. So we're, this week is going to be our favorite matches. One week we're going to have um, like our favorite tag teams of the year, our favorite male wrestler of the year, and we'll end it with the fav- favorite female wrestler of the year. Um, but yeah, so then we were able to like get into more depth about it instead of saying, yeah. oh yeah, that was a great match. You know, where... <laughs> I feel like this is a good one for us to do. Um, so, like I said, we're going to start off with our Spread our match out. of the year. Spread it out. Our, yeah. Our match of the year. And, JJ, why don't you start us off with your match so, of the year? So, my match of the year, there's several I could put on there because there's a lot of really good bangers. Um, AEW had a lot of bangers. There's some very good matches from Impact, especially at the early part of the year. Some ridiculous. Re- Ridiculously good matches from Impact. Um, New Japan has some total bangers. AAA has some good stuff going on. Um, there's even some good matches in WWE. Not gonna lie, there was some there was some 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 bangers that happened in WWE this year. You know, but Hell in a Cell, Cody Rhodes. I, and, uh, the Cody Rhodes. Rhodes Hell in a Cell was great. It was so good. Um, and Roman Reigns has some very good matches as well. Right? As much as I hate to even say those words. And not some some not so good ones. Like uh, a, a lot, a lot, a lot of not so good. But still, none of those is what I'm going to put out there, right? Yeah. My match of the year, and for a minute I was going to keep it local for what it would be, but I'm not going to because my match of the year, I've been preaching about this match since it happened, and. WrestleMania weekend, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, Briscoe's FTR. The the two out of three falls match they had was just as good, if not maybe even a smidge better. But this first one was on a weekend full of wrestling. And WrestleMania aside, there was just straight fire all over the place. You know, GCW mm-hmm. had fire shows. Uh, Revolver, Impact, you know, Ring of Honor. Everybody had all these great stuff going on left and right. Masha Slamovich fought a fucking bear, for God's sake. <laughs> Max the Impale bear. Um, but no. Match that I didn't know was going to be this goddamn good. And really set the FTR on the trajectory to dominate tag team them for this year was that first match. There was a 30 minute, just total banger between the Briscoes FTR. It was everything you wanted in a match. It was high five, flippy spinny catches, catch can so many close falls, 
moves, finisher stealing, just, you know, they pulled out weapons. They got, they got rid of them. There is back everything. That match had it all. And by far, my favorite match of the year. Surprised that you said this match <laughs> at all. It's um, pr- it it is definitely a top five match for me as well. Um, excellent. I do. I did put the two out of threes fall. Uh, two out of three falls. One just a slightly higher. Personally, it's, it's so hard um, to, to kind of one on one a really if you think about it. I mean, and you know, match <laughs> so nice you gotta run it back twice. Let's just let's run it back a third time. Uh, Maybe we'll get to that later. Um, th- I like it. I love that. Mine was more of a moment. Okay. Um, and it was because it was it was my match be- of the year because we were there, and we celebrated this moment together um, as a community, as a family. Um, and it just still is one of the greatest wrestling moments of my life. You know, like Mark. I was there. April 29th, 2022, the day before my daughter got a concussion from a 60-mile-an-hour fastball <laughs> to her helmet. Wow. Um, it took, took a turn there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Power goes out right before the main event. The crowd lights the match with their cell phones. We get our first ever Journey Pro Champion between Christian Rose and... And my favorite non-line tamer doing wrestler, Jeremy Wyatt, <laughs> in an absolute banger classic moment. It probably wasn't the greatest match ever, and I don't even care. But it was our it was the greatest moment I've ever lived through. Like this is stuff that storybooks, you know, story tales mm-hmm. are, are written about. Like oh yeah. Fables, everything. Like it was one of those moments where my God, you know, like we were there hugging people that we've never even talked to, high-fiving people, and, like, it was such a seminal moment for that place, and unfortunately things have, have changed since then. But, yeah. God, it was such a great moment The night time. the lights went out at Agnes. Oh. Seminal moment is the proper terminology. You nailed it. It was a moment of the year for sure, and the match, I watched it back a few times on Twitch and YouTube. Match is solid as hell, too. I mean, yeah. it was actually oh. a really good match. Jeremy White doing a bad match. Ha! That's laughable. <laughs> right. Oh, man. See, I, for a second there, I was going to put it in there. but And I, didn't, I, I, I couldn't get past the, the Briscoes and all that. But that moment by far, yeah. One of the best moments oh, well, ever. This one was up there, and the uh, Kineska... Versus Moxley match was really high for me too. That just that's happened a, to be on a random dynamite. That's that a, a good absolute one. fucking banger. <laughs> uh, one that I one that I wanted to you know it's like I was it's almost one of those you feel bad talking about it being as good as it was, but it was in 2022. Was MJF versus CM Punk at Revolution the dog collar match? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a great match. That match is so good. CM Punk's who we thought he was. <laughs> Excuse me. He's who I thought he was uh, all along. <laughs> but my God, before he got before he before his downfall, he put on a couple really good matches. And that match coming out to the fucking uh, AFI in his old Ring of mm-hmm. Honor gear and everything. Oh, 
that was good. That was yeah, really was. good. It was I, great. Like that one was awesome. Um, you know, uh, Omega Danielson was in the beginning of the year. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, that was last year. You're that thinking was of last year. Yeah, you're thinking of that was the first Grand Slam. Yeah. Yeah, because Omega was hurt for most of the year, so it's weird yeah, that we don't have Omega in the conversation. The conversation, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Hanger had a couple I good mean, ones. Go for it. Will Osprey, uh, Okada, Wrestle Kingdom. Well, Osprey had well Osprey Nick Wayne at uh, GCW LA. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one where he almost killed him? Is that the yes. one where Osprey almost killed? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was that like, or was, was, was it was it was that was that in New York City? No, that that was that was in that was. I in, don't was know, in, but he damn LA. near killed him. I he, do remember seeing that. Like, it oh was my God. Well, it's fucking Will Osprey going up against forearm shimmer <laughs> in the back of his neck. I'm like Jesus Christ, Will. It's Ospreay. Will Osprey going up from against Will Osprey, but ten years younger. I mean, it was <laughs> unbelievable. I know. Oh man, it's, you know, it's a Christmas future. It's <laughs> a Christmas past, right? Or present. I mean, and you, you could put it in there pretty much anything that Ray Phoenix was in this past year, as always. You know, yeah, boilerplate stuff for that. I mean, um, except for when he uh, dislocated his elbow. I re- we talked. Cool. I really liked. You know, we talked about EY, but the Eric Young Josh Alexander at uh, Slammiversary with like all the tributes to the to the history of TNA and Impact Wrestling plus the match was just fucking brutal and fantastic all in all i love that match too Mm -hmm. so well you guys let us know what were your match matches of the year give us a comment hit us up on twitter let us know what what was was one was a match or two that really got you going this year all right so we'll continue stretching out this year end talk next week but mm-hmm. there was an episode of Dynamite last night. Shall we dive sure into it? Sure as shit was. Let's go. Um, this was a great show. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. It it's set up for winter is coming. Um, in some aspects, but in other aspects, it definitely didn't. It was it was its own standalone thing, and I really appreciate it because they did also a little bit of Ring of Honor setup because starting after this. There's going to be less Ring of Honor on AEW TV, which makes me 100% believe we are going to be hearing a Ring of Honor deal on Saturday. Yeah. Well, did you hear Did you uh, hear or read? I read it. I didn't watch it because I was working. But uh, I did read about uh, yesterday during the day, a, uh, Tony had a, uh, a press junket, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and we was going over a lot of stuff. Like sharing a lot more information than I would think he would have shared, sort of thing, right? Uh, yeah. And one of them was about that. He said that for sure he's going to have more information about Ring of Honor TV deal after final battle. Now, I don't know if that means like immediately after final battle or like make a lot of sense to announce it right then and there. Right, either do it at the end of the pla- at the end of the broadcast. At worst, at the press junket afterwards, but more than yeah, likely. See us on HBO Max. Exactly. <laughs> we know it's going to be that. Just say it. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about that later. But I didn't know if you saw that or, or, or if you actually saw read his interview at all. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, I, I read a little bit about it because he talked about that, talked about William Regal and all of that. Talked about a few other things uh, too, and then yeah. Yeah. Um but this this show, top to bottom, whew. And honestly, I kinda wanna start with the most polarizing thing for me, the thing that got me just jumping. Um, and that was the very first match of the, the night. Um well it was right after the very first match of the night, but um, <laughs> The the very first match of the night was the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Although it's not for the Diamond Ring, it's for the opportunity to challenge for the Diamond Ring. Yes. Which before is just yeah, automatically sure. Yeah, why, why are you changing it? Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, like. I'm starting to become like the biggest Dalton Castle fan of all time. Uh, the more Dalton. I see him, oh my god! Like it's ridiculous. Like I watched him on Dark, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> I, I need more of him in my life. Um, Jungle Boy Jack Perry looked fine. Uh, Ricky Starks ends up winning it. Um, Ethan Page had some kind of control over uh, Matt Hardy, and I'm well, like, the I don't firm get has that. Matt Hardy's contract. Oh, sometimes with when you have this many factions, it gets a little convoluted, and this is one thousand percent the case. But the firm controls Matt Hardy's contract because of something I don't know what the fuck it was. So he's their henchman or whatever, but he doesn't want to be. And he's slowly diving into broken breaking. Matt Hardy character. Yeah, he's which, breaking, ladies and gentlemen. Which I'm all for. Yeah. Um. So. Um, Ethan Page looked excellent in this. Ricky Starks looks phenomenal. But right after the match is when the the fireworks oh, happened. Oh, so good. Um, so much good stuff to say. Go. Yeah. So MJF comes down to the ring and cuts what I thought instantly was, "Oh, this is the promo of the night!" Like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit! <sighs> He, he basically tells Ricky Starks he's completely ripped off the rocks. So he's going to start calling him the pebble. He's uh, dollar, what do you call dollar him? Store uh, dollar Dwayne. store Dwayne. Yeah, dollar store Dwayne. Um, I'm like, oh my God. Like, you're, you're absolute, absolute drizzling shit. None of that. Shits. I had never really thought about any of that and Ricky Starks until he said it. And then that's all I could think of. I was like, he's got the shirt and has his glasses. Is it? Holy shit. I he's said not- he's budget rock for a long time. I, I, and I never saw it. I never like, yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> no, it's like, sorry, Jamie. It took MJF to get it out of me. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, you can go back to YouTube and start wrestling for NWA. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> for he's Billy like, Corgan's NWA. He even said, Billy I was like, Corgan's. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Just digging it in. I like that. Man. And th- at that point, I'm like, oh my God. Like he absolutely just obliterated him. No. The Ricky Starks got the mic. Do, do you want to talk about that? Like, No, you want to keep going. Okay. Keep going, man. I'll, I'll, I'll chime okay. in here in a second. So Ricky was just spitting fire. Instantly calls MJF a wannabe Roddy Piper and <laughs> made a plethora of spray tan jokes 
um, which I think is a hundred percent on point. Um, <laughs> he he says that he's cheap, like he's got cheap shoes, cheap uh, cheap suits, like he's just cheap and all this stuff. And um, you know, no one can rely on him. He's not. He doesn't understand what that belt means. It has responsibility, and he's never had responsibility in day in his life. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to take that responsibility away from you. I'm like, ooh. This and I want Ricky Starks to have this belt, but not yet. <laughs> I mean, yes. So I, <clears throat> we have said before, Ricky's got the flashes, right? Of the gift of gab and all this, and he has the athletic ability. We felt part of it's a little this and that. We had, you know, some of the posing, some of the stuff at times was like, okay, I don't really know where we're going with this, but. Honest to God, after last night, the comparisons to The Rock, I feel, are more valid. He, he's over for one, which helps all this. Yes. He mm-hmm. is fantastic. And has he cut the same part of the same promo before about, you know, picking up by your bootstraps and, you know, going from nothing to something? Yes, he has. But it's still impactful, especially considering. And I didn't realize that this is the feud that I really wanted, right? You think MJF, MJF's going to have Danielson, right? MJF, Hangman. MJF, Omega eventually, right? But it's yeah. like, no. I, For longevity of the company, among other things, this is the better move. MJF, Ricky, do it now, <laughs> right? Do it. Do it, <laughs> do it now. now thank you you're welcome uh i was hoping to god you would do that <laughs> but no i i am all for this at one point i was like yeah whatever ricky and mjf i can't get behind it i don't know in in a matter of like a 12 minute promo between the two of them i'm like nope i'm i'm in now i i get it i get it all right he's shown like you said he had the flashes. I think regardless of what happens here, sure. he needs to stay in the main event level and not go back, get pushed down to mid card. Like he's too, his future is too bright. Cause he does have the look. He does have the ability. He does have this, the, 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 the gift of gab. Like this guy is a total package and, Honestly, he's more of a pillar than Darby Allen ever will be. I'm like over the whole pillar thing. Yeah. You know, and Sammy. Um we're gonna get into that. Um but <laughs> like Good. Whew, like he <clears throat> I, I I I'm speechless about well, how it's, good okay, this it's, promo really and, and, was. And, and and I think about it more. The promo was masterpiece. If you haven't watched it, go to YouTube, go to Twitter, please go find it. Jamie JB commented and retweeted on it on our, our Twitter, so it's easy to find. But that being said, here's the way I look at this. We already everybody knows our stance on MJF, right? Generational talent, mm-hmm. sure. We'll put him up there. Foundational piece of your company. Young, talented, can talk, looks good. He's, he fits, he checks all boxes, right? Ricky does mm-hmm. too, though. He can wrestle. We know he can wrestle, right? He's had a couple bad injuries, which, you know, thankfully haven't given him any long term issues as of yet, but he's had some gaps there, but he can wrestle. Uh, 
He can talk. He can really talk. He's got a great look to him. You know, he's like Jade Cargill. A you real can... finisher. A real finisher. <laughs> even a real does, Even though he does, he does the spear a little bit too much for me. But still. It's not a finisher. It's not. He sometimes uses it for his finisher. It's a secondary move. The Rochambeau is his number one. And that's Rochambeau is a good move. But he's he's like Jade Cargill in that, but a better wrestler. But he's like Jade Cargill in that, yes, I can see this guy on the side of the bus and, you know, on your on your poster, right? He's marketable, and there's weight behind it because he took the long way to get here. He got the crowd on his side, right? He's super yeah. over, not just because he – not just, last night he's, he lives in Austin, Texas. So there's a little bit of that. But everywhere he goes, he's super over because people generally like him. So do you think this is going to be – one of those foundational kind of like long-term, long-term, you know, pairings like the rock and stone cold sort of thing. Yes. I, I, I think this is the start of a beautiful feud that will be easily be able to, to turn the switch on, turn the switch off whenever you want, because it's always there. Interweave it over the next five, six years, decade, whatever, like, <laughs> like the rock and stone cold. Yep. Like, like Hogan and Macho Man, Hogan and Ric Flair, like yeah. Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, like yeah. Flair and Stain. John Cena and Undertaker and Taker Shawn Michaels and like I can keep going. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'm with you there, man. I'm all for this. So. So. After this, you had Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen. I love I love how brutal Samoa Joe was. Let me say that. I did too. That was a spotlight because guess what? Surprise, surprise, ladies and gentlemen. It was a typical Darby Allen match. Uh 95% this time instead of the usual 90, 95% of him just getting the shit kicked out of him. He had 5% of offense. Um it was like I'm over his style. Uh, uh, I know what style kids love him. My mo my entire moment of the night, my a hundred percent moment of the night was when freaking Darby Allen's going to go for that. His patented suicide dive where he runs full speed <laughs> and Joe just doing the Joe thing, just calmly just walking off, just like all cocky. And just, he just goes flying <laughs> by. I'm like, thank you, Joe. Thank you. I like, I just, I, I can't get behind Darby at I mean, all. He doesn't so, have a style. He doesn't. He just. He just gets the literally gets the shit kicked out of him. Here's the part that the emo thing. Cool, whatever, right? But the kids do love him. He's got the skateboarding. You know, he's the, the, the. It is a more modern day take on the crow sting, just not with any talent behind it or not with any real because because then his the then the bell bell sounds and it's like i'm gonna get the i'm just gonna get mutilated in the best way possible and then miraculously there's gonna be a victory right it's if if you would have done this to ray mysterio where mysterio just got the shit beat out of him and then he pulls move move 619 win right mm -hmm. mysterio wouldn't be the legend that he is he didn't do that. He had actual matches, right? There was substance to it. There's no substance to his fucking style. 
Yeah, like Mysterio versus um, Chris Jericho at Halloween Havoc for the uh, um, title versus mass match. Yeah, Mysterio won won the title. Like, dude, trust me. <laughs> I, he wasn't getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, I was full on hardcore Jerkaholic at that time. Like, it was definitely fifty fifty. Like, he had to do that stuff. Like, we had the thing with Kevin Nash. Whatever. Okay, we're not talking about that. Situational. Here, here's my question. Here's my question. With what looks to be the meteoric rise of Ricky Starks, and what seems to be Britt Baker's legacy. Who are the real true pillars now? Like they, they branded Sammy Darby MJF and jungle boy is the four pillars. Right. I disagree with that list completely now. I do too. And you and I, and I was first on board with agreeing with that, where that was, you know, cause we said it actually before they said it, you know, but I'm with you. I disagree with that list completely. I think MJF for sure. Britt Baker, Absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I say beyond that, I don't really know. I mean, I would put Ricky Starks up there, but let's see where they go with this. Right? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. Darby deserves that. Darby's more of a sideshow. And that's not necessarily in the, a bad way. You can still utilize that for your company. It can still be a thing. But he's not a pillar of this company. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Sammy? Sammy's got a focus issue. Right, you know, so no, I don't mm-hmm. think he's one of. I don't think he's a pillar himself either. Right, like when he won the TNT title, he was on top of the fucking world wrestling wise. Right, you know, and in a matter of a month, he lost all that heat and got all the wrong heat. Everybody just turned on him because whether that's his choice the directions you know, that were taken by you know him and like, tony and other creative or i don't know what whatever turned on a dime i'm not putting wardlow in there yet i think wardlow i think wardlow and jade cargill while marketable people and you know wrestlers i wouldn't consider them a pillar of your company as of yet they could be Wardlow's got skill if he's allowed to do some of that. Still can't talk for mm-hmm. shit. Jade Cargo's got the looks. Needs to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really know. Maybe the acclaimed I would put closest to that as well. But I wouldn't really so, put anybody behind to answer your question. And then you, and you, and then you go. Mm-hmm. MJF and Baker are the only definitive pillars I would say right now. I, I think currently there are three pillars and the fourth is up for grabs. Okay. Um, definitely believe, I mean, MJF for sure. Uh, that's, that's obvious. Um, sure. and Britt Baker, like those two are obvious without a shadow of a doubt. And you kind of hit on my third at the very end. And that's the acclaimed. Um, I put them as a pillar right now because they are the pillar of the tag team division. Exactly. Like you have a pillar of of the men's division, women's division, and you have a pillar of the tag team division, and the acclaimed have definitely taken that brass ring and just scissored the shit out of it. <laughs> you know, like they are Scissor so over it hurts. 
Like it, they they are so beyond over. Like hell, FTR came out to a huge pop tonight, and then the Acclaim came out to an even larger pop than FTR, which Crazy. is insane because yeah. the top guys are the top guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And and to your point, like I think the fourth is up for grabs, and I agree. You know, for the most part, like. I don't know what they're doing with Jack Perry with with Jungle Boy. Like he came on hot, then he kind of cooled off, and he's starting to be right around there again. So he's got a shot. Yeah, still can't talk. Um, I definitely like the idea of Jay Cargo right there as well because she can talk. She is a hundred percent marketable. She just can't wrestle. Um, which the way they used her tonight was perfect. Um, the way they should have been using her for months, but whatever. She shouldn't have a title. <laughs> well, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, if she if she's gonna have a 43 and 0 and have a title on her shoulder, she needs to put something better behind that on tape. That's all I'm saying. See, see Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I didn't want to go down that path. Sorry, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. Saying. Go. I'm like that. That's that's Bill Goldberg. Yeah, 100. Um, but then, like you, you have Jay Cargill. You have um, Jack Perry, and then like there's some other outliers that have been making strides. You know, like you have some of these younger, younger kids, younger. I'm gonna say kids, but you know that are getting over with the crowd. Like Ethan Page is starting to get over. Um, I don't know if he's a pillar though. To be honest with you, I would. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't put him. I wouldn't there. put him there. Um, I mean, they got some other younger talent that that could fill that. You know, I mean, do you think that uh, Ricky Starks is is the one to fill that last spot, though? I, at this point, yes, it's either him or Jade. You know, and they mm-hmm. might go to a fifth pillar. You know, that's fine because, I mean, Jade's Jade is exquisite, and her, her her she could talk. She just like she needs to get better in the ring, and I get it. It's, t- it's that's gonna take time. Where Ricky's already ready, like mm-hmm. that's the thing that puts him in front of Jade. Um, he's he's got everything. He's got he's a five tool player. If you're a baseball fan, five tool player. I think he's used that before, hasn't he? <laughs> I don't know, but you know, somebody marketing. Yeah, Wardlow, Yane. Uh, you know, I uh, sorry. Are you are you are you are you are you with me? That's a possibility. Or are you just going nah? Sorry, Heather. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 not behind War Daddy as a pillar. Okay. Um, I like War Daddy. He's too gimmicky for me. But then again, the greatest gimmick of all time is definitely one of the the pillars of WWE. So I would love to be wrong, so, but I don't think well. I will be. We should, we shall definitely see. You know, I, yeah. I'm Darby is is not in that conversation. I don't think at all. But he's still, like I said, he doesn't have to be to still be a valuable part to the, to the product. But that being said, I just can't stand it. You know, it's like every time it's Darby Allen match. I'm glad they're not having him and Sting attached to the hip anymore, right? Oh, thank God. Yeah, but. Come on, we know he can put on. He's put on some good matches. He had a match against MJF. What was that? Uh, was that Full Gear from two years ago? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. It was a fifty-fifty match. He actually had a fifty-fifty match, with and him, it was great. which I think was probably called by MJF, but whatever. More, sure, right? 
um, some of the, cin- the cinematic stuff that he's done. That's been fun. That's cool, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I know you're creative and you're artsy. Got it. Cool, right? Do something more than just getting the shit kicked out of you because we don't care. We know you're into extreme, all this stuff. I, I want to see wrestling, though. I don't want to see you just see, you know, oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at these mad bumps he's taking. You know, it's like ask Jeff Hardy. He's probably in prison, but ask him how he's walking these days because that's what you're, that's where your future is going. That was mean. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think he it. just got rehab again. So, mm, oh God, he, his return could be. Please get better. So, come on. So, I'll just run through some of this other stuff. Um, really good match between Fadio Castagnola and Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager. It was That's very fun. fun, very good. Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club is going to live on, which is great. Um, and then they had a William Regal thing that was taped earlier, um, <laughs> basically saying goodbye. Um, yeah, because William Regal, guys. for those of you who don't know, part of the call yesterday I found this interesting. Uh, Tony Khan basically is the one who broke the news that William Regal's going back to WWE officially. <laughs> said, yeah, because he wants it. to be there with his son. Yeah, which is which is which is admirable, and I'm glad. I, I I appreciate the forthrightness for that. So they wrote him off in a very decent way that he did what he did because he knew that the three senior members of the BCC don't need him. Give him one final lesson. Always watch your back. They'll be there for Wheeler Yuta. And Moxley definitely assumed that mantle of leadership role for the group. Whether that group includes um, Danielson in the future, don't know. But if it doesn't, it's just these three. I'm good with that. Yep. Um, After this, we had an excellent, excellent promo from the House of Black. Um, it's never enough, you know. It's like you just get like these little bits. It's never enough, <laughs> not for me at least. Why? Why everybody is gone? Like while they were gone, it has gotten corrupt. People point fingers at each other and another thing. And so, what's the crime? Treason. Buddy Matthew, what's the ver- verdict? War. <laughs> Brood King declares that the sentence is extermination. On a war path. I love, love it. it. Yes. Second open challenge for next week they laid out there. And we don't know. That one hasn't been answered. Moxie laid out an open challenge as well earlier for next, for Friday. But they open, open challenge for winner is coming against somebody. It doesn't matter. They're going to murder him. It's going to be great. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, and then Moxley's gets announced, I think, right after the... Uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie, Jamie Hader interview, which I really enjoyed the Jamie Hader interview. Um, yeah, just, good to um, have her by herself, completely by herself too. Yeah, good. She's good. a champ, and she said she's gonna be a defending champ, so we're gonna see her on TV a lot, which is great. Um, because you know, the guys like 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 <laughs> like themselves from Jamie. Um, but then she's watching Hikaru Shida and the Bunny on Rampage, which actually should probably should be a really good match, but. She'll probably end up play, uh, facing Sheeta at Winner's Coming. That's basically the end of it. More than likely. Um, who, who knows what the future holds? Maybe Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. You know, I really want to see Ruby get that TBS championship. I'm sorry. Do, do you like that idea of what I was putting out there about that? That yeah, she's the one to take I'm it off of? I'll you on that. Okay. All right. I don't know if she's the one. 
She should be up there. Um, so that's a nice little tie into the TBS championship match. Um, <laughs> so you had the baddies of Jay Cargill, Layla Gray, and Red Velvet going against Sky Blue, Kiara Hogan, former baddie, and the coach, Madison Rain. Fun match. Saw both Kira Hogan and Jay Cargill out of a 10-minute match for 45 to 75 seconds actually in the ring. Yeah. And it was a lot of Sky Blue. She's been Sky Blue's getting a lot more airtime in general, which I'm I'm all for. I support. Yeah. I support that. Um She's good. It, it was a good amount of Red Velvet uh, as her first match officially back, so interesting, you know, considering that her and Jade Cargo, Jade's very beginning of her career had they had so much heat on each other because of a botch. <laughs> or yeah, there's true. something but anyway i'm with you there so so right after this though rumor mill is swirling already yep. swirling um soraya is back with tony and then Britt shows up and says hey uh in january 11th show want you you could come and watch me you know rule the di- rule the ring or you can come wrestle she's like oh, i'd wrestle you one more time I'm like oh well hold on it's a tag team match. It'll be Jamie and I. You find a partner you're choosing. So she said, "Find a partner. Everybody's if you a can, buzz. If you can, if you can." And everybody is already a buzz that it is going to be none other than Sasha Banks, Mercedes Vernado. Already, people are just. I mean, in L.A., that makes sense. The whole bow wow thing with Mercedes uh, Vernado, that makes sense too. But this makes more sense in my opinion. Yeah, she's too big of a star to be, I hate to say this, to be with the TBS champion. To be with the secondary title, yes. What about Naomi? Because Naomi was just recently spotted with Jade Cargill at a Boston Celtics game. <laughs> I mean, I, I think either – I think either either yeah I think either <laughs> I think either one of them was would check the box for Soraya's partner you know yes Mercedes would be the bigger pop that's also a pop that you'd want to more than likely save for a pay per view my opinion I'm old school like that um, I don't know I think it could be either one do you think it's a foregone conclusion that both will be coming over no. Not at all. Um, I think Triple H is too smart for that. Um, he knows that Sasha's a draw. Mm-hmm. Well, their talks have run amok from what I've read. Again. And she's technically a free agent. So, but they've, they have been doing talks. It just, they've, they've kind of ran, and not amok, they've ran aground. You know, they basically came to a, mm-hmm. you know, a pause, an impasse, whatever. You know, I don't know. I mean, she doesn't want to wrestle the WWE schedule anymore. She she, and has, she won't she if she goes to AEW. To. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's I guess, too big of a star now. Yeah, I mean, not just the Mandalorian. She's 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 going to be on other stuff as well. And more power to her, you know. Yeah. The thing is, you know, Trinity. I don't know. That one would surprise Trinity me more. Leave. She won't leave. I mean, her husband, her whole family's over there. Yeah, I, that I just—that's why I'm saying that. I don't really see that coming. I think it makes sense. 
from a story-wise perspective, it makes sense. I mean, who could she pull in, right? You would you would think it'd be somebody that she has a relationship that maybe doesn't, you know, that either A, uh, is a complete, you know, surprise to Britt and Jamie or has some sort of history with them. You look on the roster, Tony Storm, sure, right? Ruby Soho, hey, Ruby. Yeah, that, that checks the box, but that doesn't really fit, right? You know, with mm-hmm. what you're thinking here. Um, Thunder Rosa return? Maybe, but that's not going to happen. Um, I mean, from what we've heard, it's like we have no idea what's how long she's going to be out, like this injury, you know? Like some people are saying that this might be like a long, long-term thing. Yeah. So. When you look at it that way, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I kind of lean towards Mercedes because, who, yeah. Who else? Who so, else, Jamie? Who else fits that bill? I have, I have three, three people. What you got? Okay, Sasha Banks, Mercedes, Fernando, obviously. Thunder Rosa is number two. I think there's a possibility that it could be Thunder because she has beef with both of them. And then my last one is a Forbidden Door. You going across the, the pond, aren't you? Reigning, defending IWGP Women's Champion, Kyrie Saint. I mean, there is a history with Kyrie in this area. So. <laughs> and there's history between Jamie Hayter and Kyrie. Absolutely. And everybody wants to see Kyrie and Jamie Hayter. A thousand percent. This guy. I mean, I want to see Julia and Jamie Hayter, but I also want to see Kyrie and. I'm sorry. I'm a Julia fanboy. I know. I don't care. Yeah, love you Julia. Are. It's fine. <laughs> Hell, I'd be cool with Maki Ito. Like, like, <laughs> right. Julia's worth it, though. I mean, but yes, no. Kyrie, yes, that's. When is Forbidden Door, by the way? When is that usually? Is that in the, is that in the winter? Is that in the spring? It's in the springtime, right? It was It was in the summer last year. It was in the summer. Okay. All right. Just, just yeah. wondering. Well, and the next one's supposed to be over in Japan. That's what I heard. But which we're badass. If it, if it, it's not, it's no time soon because we would we we're gonna know about it a few a few months in advance for sure. And if it happens to be in Chicago again, like I want to find a way to go. Oh, if it's in Chicago, we should definitely go. Because they had a fan fest with it. Just I mean, you couldn't no, get Okada. I don't care. As long as as long as your wife's not in, scheduled to be in any more weddings, we should be able to make it work. <laughs> yes, you should hopefully be working full time at that point, so it should be fine. Um. All right. So the last match of the night. Oh, the Moxley. We didn't actually uh, talk about Mox. Oh yeah, Moxley. Right after this was announced that he is going to face on Rampage. Kineska Takeshka. Bring it back. Yes. <laughs> fully, fully now not citizen, but fully living in America, indoctrinated by Costco. Kineska Takeshka. If you're not following yeah. Takeshka on Twitter, you're doing yourself a disservice. Watching yeah. him discover American things like this is fantastic. He learned how to use an air fryer the other day, and he wrote like 15 tweets on it. It was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like he loves Whataburger. So who knew? Him and Mahomes are homeboys already. Um, spicy ketchup. Yeah, I, I like their spicy ketchup. I don't I like. like I like regular ketchup. Their fancy ketchup's really good, but I'm not a spicy ketchup person. I don't know. Just, just their fancy really... ketchup's fine, but yeah, the, the, the spicy. I because this has got pepper in it. This is the only difference. Uh, it's like, not legit, super spicy. Yeah, I know. It's not it's like pepper. spicy. It's not like sriracha. It's spicy. Even no, no. All right, let's um, get to it. 
easily, easily, hands down, match of the night. 100%. No qualms. This match fucked on all, <laughs> all levels. Uh, AEW Tag Team Championship, the acclaimed going against FTR. Already talked about how the entrances were. Huge pop for both these guys. Back and forth. There was a little bit of heel shit coming from FTR, but not like overly heelish. Like it was yeah. more of, hey, we're just trying to win this match, which is why I love FTR so much because they can li- ride that line very nicely. Um, you had a big rig that got broken up. Like you had all sorts of great shit. Yeah, you, you, like, you had I, finisher stealing again, which you I know you you love and appreciate the claim doing the double I, sharpshooters and <laughs> yes, the the, the um, my new favorite non finisher that the claim do is definitely the scissor me timbers, <laughs> uh, which is which is the new was that. Yeah, I thought I was gonna exactly do the was up, but it's like. Oh, <laughs> it's a scissor me timbers. They called it the scissor me timbers. I'm like, oh my god, I'm in <laughs> South Park. South Park love right there. South Park love. Scissor me timbers. Oh my god, yeah, like dude, like they are just all about it. Um, honestly, hell of a way this match went, and the way that they won was perfect. Oh, it was just it a, was, it was a thing. Um. FTR, you know, tried to get after it, um, and somehow, some way, the acclaim were able to get it with a quick, quick win. One, two, three. Acclaim's your your champions. Um, following the match, though, because they have to get pay per view buys. Well, before you get um, to that, let's let's just okay. stay on the match for a second. Okay. Okay. I've already expressed my love for the Briscoes matches from the earlier in the year with FTR. And I don't mm-hmm. think this is this is not on that level. But it's not far off. This was, dare I say, their third best match of the year. The I mean, it's fresh in my memory, too. so it's, it's kind of hard to not say that. But I so mean, you're it was, saying it's a it's a, it's a five star match. If I give the other two five stars, I'd give this one four and a half. Is what I'm thinking. That's fair. Because I don't think it's a five star. I don't I think, think it was a five star match. I think it was fantastic though, because I mean it had ebb and flow. The crowd was hot, hot to trot, right? Like like you said, but the match itself had great ebb and flow, right? It started off because because uh, because you know and everybody's shining to their own strengths, you know. So you had Dax and and Bowens doing a little catch wrestling, and then you had you know Cash and uh, Bowens kind of like playing off of that and you got maxter uh um caster and and cash kind of going strong man back and forth then you get into moves reversals back and forth close fall this stealing that stealing big rig kicked out of their finisher kicked out of and just it 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 was a very well engineered match uh top to bottom Loved it to death. Don't put it as high as, like I said, the Briscoe matches from earlier in the year, but it was one of my favorite that I've seen from them this year. Honest to God, I thought it was great. Now I know it's fresh in my yeah. mind. Yeah, um, I would say it's it's uh, the Acclaim's second best match. I feel like their best match was honestly all out when they lost, um, going against uh, Swerve Runner Glory. Uh, that match was exquisite. Uh, but this one, dude, like. Like you said, it had everything you wanted. The the uh, chest slaps from both Anthony Bowens <laughs> and Dax, like good god, like both of them, pow, 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 <laughs> pow. It's like oh my god. 
axe could slap like oh, a motherfucker. Wow. Well, and, and Anthony Bowens evidently can <laughs> too because both of them were bringing the heat. Bowens is just constantly working on his craft too. He's getting oh my god, he is. They are absolutely a pillar, goddammit. Absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm going back. I'm putting them as a pillar 100% now. See? I've got See? to. Welcome to, the, I, welcome to the team. I was like, they could be. No, they are. They have to be. So after <sighs> the match, go for so it. Good. After the match, like I said, they got pay-per-view to sell. So here are the ass boys um, out with some Christmas gifts for uh, – Dax and Cash. Ax- I always want to say Axe and Smash. I do too. Did you like Demolition um, as a kid? Oh, yeah. I Who love them. I actually like them more than Legion of Doom. Ooh, I know. Yeah. I know. That's that's crazy that's, talk. That's where we separate. That's crazy yeah. talk. I know. But I did. No, I'm, I'm an LOD guy. Through but, through. but then that's they were the gone. And LOD I like the was... Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. And then, but, they, but, but then they were gone and LOD was around longer. So that makes up for it. But anyway. Sorry, yeah. diversion. Um, so after this, they got a Christmas card from Dem Boys, written in blood. It says "See you Saturday," basically. <gasps> so you Briscoe's get FTR, FTR three for the ROH belts. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> and how are they able to do this? The- I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to do this. It's not know. a two out of threes match. Is not a ladders match. It's not a tables match. It's not a chairs match. It's not a TLC match. No, it's not a Falls County anywhere. No, no Iron Man it's match. It's not Last Man it's Standing. Not, no. not Iron Man. Not Buried Alive. Not Casket. Not First Blood. No, it's a dog collar match, baby. But you're a tag, it's a tag team. team. Hold on, hold on. How are they gonna do a dog collar match for a tag team? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you just automatically double dog like, collar? He pulls out two dog collar. Calls it a double dog collar match. So is one attached to one and then one attached to the other? (laughs) Evidently. Or are they all four attached to each other? (laughs) Like a big X, just like a... That that would be too weird. Like that I feel would like be a clusterfuck, and somebody would die. Yeah, that would. Oh, hundred percent. Like I'm trying to do this move. What? <laughs> Double dog collar. Double dog collar match. Yes. <sighs> so talking about that, that first off, that was dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, excellent show. I feel like we have we're on the precipice of a new pillar, but. JJ, do you happen to have the the card for the upcoming Ring of Honor? I do. And I'm not doing your bit. I'm sorry, but I do have it handy. So yeah, they you do. They, you do. You really do. <laughs> sure. Sorry, I'm not, I'm, that's your bit. I, I'm not doing your bit. Just like you shouldn't do my bits. Hey Ruby, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, I do. I really do. Um, Thank you. It was close. It wasn't complete, though. That's uh, that's my concession. It was, it was enough. It was enough. So they kind of just tacked that on there at the end. You're like, wow! You know, but the card, honest to God. Now, I, the reason that they're doing this is an odd reason. Uh, so it's Saturday at three, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. The reason they're doing this is because there's no college football save for the Army-Navy game, right? Which... I always love watching Army Navy game. 
There's a college basketball game that Jamie and I are going to be very heavily uh, 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 you know, paying attention to. Uh, one of us with more hope than the other, and that other will have a lot more confidence. But um, no college football besides that. So they're trying to kind of catch some of that audience, I guess. Not 100% sure, but regardless, 4 Eastern, 3 Central, this Saturday, on pay-per-view, Ring of Honor final battle okay and the card is as such you're still billed as the main event which after that announcement i don't know anymore but main event chris jericho versus claudio castagnoli for the ring of honor world title if jericho wins claudio has to has to join the 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 jericho appreciation society i'm so over the jas let's just be done with that on that note, the ROH Pure Championship, uh, Daniel Garcia defending against Wheeler, Utah. Run it back. That was another fantastic match that we had earlier in the year. Um, you've got the ROH uh, Women's Championship, Mercedes Martinez. who's good to see her healthy again, most definitely. Yep. Uh, she's defending against uh, the newly turned heel, Athena. Fallen goddess. Is, I is like bad. I like the heel Athena and same yeah. big time same. So that's kind of cool. Um, low low key out of you know kind of snuck in there without us even knowing. But the ROH TV title, Samoa Joe is defending against newly signed. I mean it's it's nice when you, when your woman is one of, when your wife is one of the uh, top promoted women in the company. But newly signed. Juice Robinson, uh, you know, Rock Hard Club uh, going up against Samoa Joe. So Bullet Club officially in uh, the AEW Pantheon here. I would like to see Tony Storm. Like, like, okay, on-screen relationships, good, bad. You know, real relationships on-screen, excuse me. Good, bad, we've seen them both, right? There's the whole Tame Mello, uh, Sammy thing, which I know everybody cringes at, but that's kind of the point too. But, you know. I would like to see Tony Storm become the first woman to officially join the Bull Club and kind of like go that evil path with her husband. But we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, Juice Robinson uh, now in the fold. You've got Swerving Our Glory going up against uh, Shane Taylor Enterprises, Shane Taylor and JD Griffin. Mm hmm. Well, I'm, I, 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 I've seen a little of, but I'm not super familiar. I think they expect us to know more about this feud than we do, to be honest with you. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, you have, I believe this is on the buy-in, but you have the ROH six-man tag team championship. So Dalton Castle and the boys are the current champions, and I'm with you. because The first time you see Dalton Castle, you don't know what you're expecting because uh, even if you've been prepped, you don't know what you're expecting because then you see him in his, in his entourage and oh my, is it different? <laughs> Very different. And I but love then you different. fall in love with it. And I, I love it. So Dalton Castle and the boys fitting against the embassy, which is Brian Cage along with uh, Khan, who's now Bishop Khan and Toa Leona, the gates of agony. And, of course, we just talked about the ROH Tag Team titles, Briscoe's FTR3, Double Dog Collar, 
Double dog dare. That's all I can think of is double dog dare. Double dog dare that mashed meat. Double dog dare you. Dave Mesker, I double dog dare you to give this under five and a half stars. Fucker. He'll probably give it three stars. Um, Mm. Three and a half. But no, that's a pretty fucking solid card. So be that as it may, we've dogged on ROH a little bit, especially because ROH is so intertwined with AW, which moving forward, Coin Tony Khan is not going to be. I'm happy for that because that clears some path that also is hopefully going to give some other people chance to, you know, get off the bench with an ROH show. So I'm, I've got stuff going on Saturday, but I'm probably going to buy it and watch it on replay. Cause I, I mean, Same. I definitely, I definitely want to see that, that, uh, the Briscoes FTR match of nothing else, but, I mean, I want to see Claudio. I want to see. I want to see Juice. I want to see Juice and Joe. I really Juice and do. Joe just sounds exciting. <laughs> just yeah, I want some of that. Well, yeah. we'll we'll talk about it uh, next week for sure. You guys, let us know if you're excited for uh, Final Battle at all. And yeah, I don't have anything else. You got anything else you want to do? No, nah, man. I think it was. Uh hell of a show I, I agree with you i think that they're back on the right path i mean the past couple weeks we've been a little dogged on them right you know mm-hmm. this felt right this is the perfect mix it wasn't one of those like everything has to be an all-out banger right but it was the perfect mix just keep doing this we'll be back next week more stuff. We're going to keep continue our year-end uh, talk. I think next week we're doing tag teams. Uh, surprisingly, or maybe not uh, surprisingly, I should say, you're going to hear a lot of names that you heard us talk about earlier in the show. <laughs> but there's some I'm betting you're not going to be uh, you'll be surprised with. But anywho, come back next week. We'll have more uh, same bad time, same bad channel. Um, <clears throat> follow us on all the socials. Uh, like I said, we did change up our audio hosting. So if by chance um, you stumbled across us because, you know, where you usually listen to us went away or anything like that, or we always are looking for feedback too. Like, like we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, do the best, you know, show we can do and put it out there the easiest way that we can, but we also want to make it easier for you guys to find us and listen to us. So any feedback you have is more than welcome. Always more than welcome. So please let us know. It's like, hey, I'd really like to hear you guys on this platform. Or it's like, hey, we'd prefer that. Or whatever. Just any feedback. We'll definitely take. If it's terrible, we will 100% ignore you. And, and, and then, well, eventually, Jamie will troll you with something masterful. But it's, 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 that's my specialty. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to add? I don't think so, man. All right, well, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you giving us some of your time. Jamie, take us home, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down to Total Spot Fest, I got four words for you. Starks is a pillar? All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Time will tell. Peace.